Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it adds to the tale. Dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. Hey, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Dragonborn Eldritch Knight slash Wizard. And John. Hello. I play Lunadas, Elven Monk. They call him Sir Fist a lot, because he fists a lot. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, wow. That's, that's a monk arp- archetype, right? Yep. Fury, uh, Fury of Fisters, Fister of Fury, and Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the Human Rogue. And Shane. That's me playing Alexander, the Human Bard. All right. So last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast, you had made a deal with the Witch in the Witching Woods to get some spell components um, to take the cursed dagger. Uh, that Alexander had to the Shrine of the Raven Queen to destroy it to get rid of the demon and release Alexander from this curse. Um, You make it to the Shrine, complete the ritual, and out pops Ornan the demon who is trying to kill you. After uh, a pretty interesting fight that included uh, Alexander being swallowed by this demon and then casting polymorph from inside it and exploding outwards, um, after uh, a while longer you were able to defeat Ornan, who told you that he would return. Um, so that's basically where you are right now is in this shrine. Um, what do you want to do now? Uh, I would like to cast a spell the spell being uh, if I can actually remember and actually get to it cast prayer of healing okay and I will cast it at a level 2 now let's see what it tells me Uh, 2d8 plus spell casting modifier so 2d8 plus 5 and that's for everyone in the party, party. up to six creatures. Yep. Cool. Of his choice, he could exclude you if he so wanted. That's true. Are you excluding me? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. So we all get 11 HP plus what's your spellcasting ability? Oh, 16. 16 total. Okay. Cool. Thank you. And then we can take a short rest, regain spell slots and cheat points and whatnot. Short rest? What are you talking about? We need to get Fo. Really? Uh, we need to search for the rest of this place. Uh, and if you remember, the witch told you she wanted you to defile the shrine using these zombies that you have I in the bag. I thought destroying holding. the dagger and releasing the demon would have been enough, but okay. I mean, she's not here, and the demon's already been released. Do we really have to? Sounds I mean, like a lot of work. I feel like the the amount of work is to poop in less. it or something. Something like it. It'd probably be easier than dealing with her later. Hey Juliet, how do we defile the shrine? Actually, I'd probably know that better. I have the religion. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, seven. <laughs> uh, as best as you could tell. Uh, you know, maybe going through here and like breaking some of the uh, iconography um, and like chaining these uh, uh, zombies up in here. She also told you that she wanted you to defile a statue too, so busting it up. I'm going to start methodically punching the statue. 
Tully's okay, like, weapon. Like, just gonna start searching for stuff to take. Okay. Uh, yeah, Julius with Tully. Investigation check, weapon. I'm guessing? Yes. So, Luno's punching the statue. Uh, Talia's searching around inside of this uh, shrine. Um, You're seeing some candles and some incense um, and some statuary. Nothing really of of anything of value I would think would be to you. Um, If any of you spellcasters need, like, incense um, for spell components, like I would think... Like find familiar if you want to change like the form of the familiar and recast it, uh, you would need incense, so you would be able to, to find some here. Yeah, I'll definitely grab some of that because why not? It's worth ten gold pieces, may as well. Um, you find probably about um, fifty gold pieces worth of incense here. Oh wow, Alexander, you said you wanted your own. Um magical pet or some such we could use these reagents to you know get you one heck yeah I'm a big fan of uh, of uh, ferrets whatever lets me summon ferrets where right. is uh, Doctor right now uh probably summoned away into the whatever like, into you know how you can desummon them or whatever yep yeah, so desummoned right now. But uh, why? I was just asking. That okay. where's uh, where's Abbott? Where is Abbott? Probably outside with the cart. Poor puppy. Precisely That's why I wanted Talia to get speak with animals. I thought she could train Abbott better with that. But he knows can. lots of good commands. Okay. Don't you all have a scroll that does that? Or have you used that scroll that does speak, speak with, with animals? animals. Uh, I don't know. Seems like that was a scroll or a ring or something, but that would be on the inventory sheet. I don't see it there, but it does sound like something we did encounter at some point. Maybe you've already used it, that's why. Probably. Oh, maybe you used it to try to talk to the spiders or something? In the cave? No. I don't know. Anyway. Just testing a macro. Ignore that. Anything else you want to do in here in the shrine? See, Luno, uh, give me a uh, an attack roll. I did six damage. All right, so we'll say that's like enough to like break part of the one of these wings off. Ha ha! Take that icon. <laughs> you didn't free my mistress. You deserve to suffer in a very minimal way. <laughs> All right, so what are you doing now? Let's go poop in the pool of radiance. Uh, Technically, Luno doesn't know about that, but I'm assuming, unless you told him. I have not told you a single thing. Why would I tell Luno something like that? Seems like a huge, huge mistake. You did tell the story, or Alexander might have told the story, about how you betrayed and murdered your former companions. But, yeah, but that uh, didn't have anything to do with uh, with any sort of, you know, holy stuff. It was just kind of outside. <laughs> Besides, uh, did we defile the? Did we finally decide to defile the altar? Like, is that did that happen with the zombies? Zombie. Did someone do that? I don't think we've done it yet, but I'd prefer to. Yeah, you are on stage, then, sir. Use those zombies to file this thing in, bag in whatever way you please. Yeah, just chain them to the altar and let's let's get out of here. This is... We're gonna get caught. And I don't feel like breaking out of jail tonight. Nobody comes out here. Except us. And the people we kill. Hey, Kevin. Can um, I make a, uh, a religion check to see if, they're, if I would know the proper way to defile? Or is it just like destroying shit? Um, go ahead and give me a religion check because rolling's fun. It is. I got nine. Um, um, you haven't really read anything that are like rights for defiling certain places because most of those books would be like, you know, 
if you were reading the Bible, there wouldn't be like descriptions of how to like defile a temple, you know, <laughs> in that, you know. <laughs> um, but I mean, from what this witch told you, you know, she wanted you to bust this place up and set these zombies uh, up in here in the shrine. So you think that's probably good enough? Okay. I will uh, start yanking the zombies out of my bag. Okay. And start uh, just letting them letting them roam. Describe what that looks like. So I kind of like wedge the bag open and just kind of like yank them out, kind of just grabbing around like their armpits, I guess, and just pulling them out. As well are as they goopy, trippy zombies, or are they more dry zombies? Um, these are a little goopy. Uh-huh. They've been out in the woods. All right, so yeah. you uh, pull the the zombies out, and you've got them by the chains, and they're just like stare at you and go. Mmm. Defile this temple, wall. zombies. That's good enough. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, they like set to go about defiling this this temple, and they're. Like this, like old uh, MGM, like Frankenstyle or Frankenstein style uh, monster movement, like breaking statues. No, Frankenstyle from now on. Frankenstyle. Nice. Um, you know, one goes over and like you know, rubs his butt on the altar, and another one goes over and starts humping the leg of the statue of the Raven Queen. He's got a boner. Ha ha. I see what you did there. That joke was dead on arrival. Oh. Really stunk up the place, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we've defiled the place. We've killed the demon. Uh, Alexander, you're free. You're welcome. And I'd like to take a look around here, if that's all right. We've been down here once before, but um, we didn't take a very thorough search. Okay, let's explore. Yeah, snip around. Snip around. Snip okay, up, as you down, remember, there was a door off here to Secret. the yeah. left um, that led to this shadowy pool. Ooh. Can Talia search this room? Uh, yep. So you go through this uh, secret door that uh, Juliet and Alexander would remember. And at this point, it's been covered up with like a tapestry. And you just move it aside, and um, there's a, a wooden door that you open up that leads you down through the short hallway to this square room. That the only thing in it is this um, um, hole in the middle of the floor, filled with like uh, it's this like dark water, but it also uh, emanates like this um, like golden light around its edges. And Luna rolled a 23 on a religion check, recognizing the fuck out of that pool of radiance. Um, so you've heard about some of uh, shrines and temples being built around like these points of power that occur like naturally um, in the world. Um, some of them have been rumored to link to other planes. Um, others have been rumored to... Um, be essences of like uh, the the power of certain gods that these temples are uh, related to. Can we tell which one of these this is? Perhaps some way. Um, not really. I mean, you're you're basically you, that's about and that's a lot for a, a twenty three to get out of this kind mm. of check. Um, but as far as like knowing specifically if this is like connected to some well I'm saying is power there some there? way we could find out um maybe with like talking to adherents or uh priests or priestesses of the raven queen they would know and there aren't any here so we'll just or maybe town rumors you might be able to get out of that but this is just basically what you get from book learning uh, this water is dark, but it looks clean, right? I mean, there's nothing, it kind of looks dark? like there's nothing floating in it. 
Okay, uh, Juliet is going to lean down and take a sip from the water. Okay. So she's thirsty. I don't know if that does anything, but... So you take a sip of the water and you feel completely refreshed. And you're going to get all your hit points back and spells. Hey, this water is like the one we had at the, um, the elven temple in the Feywild. Drink some. Revitalize yourselves. I shall That's drink totally the water. Good. I will also drink the water. Okay, everybody gets... Uh, it's as if you had taken a long rest. You were refreshed. Um, to answer your question, Luno, about what kind of pull this is after drinking this, you think that this is somehow related to um, the Raven Queen's power. Somehow not a plane. Yeah, not a plane portal. I, I think, uh, is this one of the things we should desecrate? Maybe we can have one of the zombies uh, go take a dip in it. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Really? We've, we've already defiled the shrine. We don't need to defile the water next to it. Did she ever help ruin Axis? Uh, I don't think so. In for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> hey, zombie, get in here. As it's humping the leg of the statue in here. Are uh, you going to get the uh, zombie and so put I it in the pool? So I go and fetch one zombie, bring it in, and tell it to just climb in the pool and swim around. Okay, so it jumps into the pool and it just it's sitting there bobbing up and down. Um, it's waters up to about its uh, shoulders. It's just hey. good zombie, and you can see like parts of it like slumping off and floating in the water now. Oh, that's a bad job. Well done. I'd just like to go on record and say that's absolutely disgusting. Agreed. Let's go explore the temple. Okay. Where are you headed? Steps or is that a box? Hold on just a second. Uh, What'd you say, uh, Luna? Are these steps or is that a box? That's a box. Okay. So it's not steps leading to a door. Yeah. And Hannah, what'd you say? I'm going to search again or keep searching like if we're exploring more areas then I'd like to search the areas for more for anything valuable also did I find anything valuable the 13 in the water thing uh no it's just a pool of water with a zombie now bobbing up and down in it gross bobbing and weaving alright I'll search the new area with a 7 uh you're not seeing much in here other than um, there's some alcoves in these walls where you see some um, bones um, as this is kind of like a, a mausoleum in these hallways so as you walk back out in these hallways the, the walls are just lined with uh, um, skeletons in repose in these little slits so, kind of like uh, Skyrim when you're in one of those crypts <sighs> Or the underground of France. Yes. When Indiana Jones was looking for the uh, Holy Grail. All right. So this is what you're seeing uh, out in this uh, hallway. Um, You also remember that um, there was a secret room uh, directly across from you over here where you found Jarek. Let's not go back in there, shall we? I don't know. There could be another dagger. You never Ah, uh, yes. Let's give the cursed dagger to the child. <laughs> she does these daggers. So you can go left or right? We're heading Let's go left. left. Yeah, I was okay. going to say I'm going to go left. So as you enter the intersection here, you are going to see some steps down. Um... You are going to remember, Juliet, that there were two secret doors. There was one uh, that was right here. Hold on, let me ping it. Uh, There was a secret door that was right here that is opened up again. And there was a secret door that was right here. 
this area over here had been blocked off and you remember it had been blocked off because there was a whole bunch of zombies in here um you all this was also the place down here where you found uh the body of um uh mayor reese of uh brother kala his great uncle uncle (laughs) um where you found uh I think you found his halberd here and his body and then you found a let me reveal the rest of this area up here um where you found the map piece to the egg that i do remember i think you found the map piece up here uh mm-hmm. to the north um but as uh, are you entering this area down here yeah okay so as you enter the area down here Um, It looks a lot different than the last time you were here. Um, It appears that the priests and priestesses of the Raven Queen have now kind of reclaimed this area um, where it it had just been shut off before because of the zombies. It's now opened up and you can see that there's um, appears to be like new graves in here and um, what appears to be, I guess, fresher bodies that are in these alcoves. Um, so it looks like they are making use of the space now. I rolled a 12 for an investigation. Okay. Um, what are you looking for? Anything of value. Okay. Um, so you go through these alcoves and see if you can um, start looking for um, coins and whatnot. Um, you're going to find various wedding rings um, on some of these corpses here. We're going to say that you can find like 12 of them. Each one of them is going to be worth um, about um, 20 gold pieces each. Nice. Um, you'll find one really fancy one um, that has a diamond on it um, that you think is probably uh, worth about 30 gold. I mean, 50 gold. Very nice. Good find. Um, you are going to find over here by this uh, where there's like these roots coming in on the, uh, the wall. Um, like um, like a, a stone. It looks like it's an alcove, alcove that they've covered over with stone. And there's like a little ledge on it. And there is a helm sitting on the, the ledge. Uh, does how? Does the helm look new? Does it look ancient? Does it look... What does it look like? Or is it just kind of a helm? Give me a investigation check. Sure. It's an eight. Um, it doesn't look new and it doesn't look ancient. You would think, um, you know, it's probably somewhere um, between maybe 20 and 50 years. Um, there's some rust that started to accumulate on it. Um, but it's not thick. Okay. But as you're looking at it, there is a symbol on the the crest of the uh, above the uh, not a crest, but above the forehead of it um, that looks like it is um, the map piece that you have to the egg. Ooh! I'll snatch it up. Okay. It was sitting in an alcove above a body, yes? Um, so what you see is like up against the wall, there appears to be like this uh, about the, the size of uh, a man, about five and a half to six feet tall. That's like uh, you can see it's it was recessed um, and it's kind of arched at the top. And then it has a like a piece of stone sitting over top of it sort of like a uh, vertical uh, sarcophaga Um, and then there was a small ledge coming out from that stone piece that had the helm sitting on it so let's crack open that sarcophagus yeah sounds like a good idea Uh, alright give me a strength check Um, somebody and then somebody can help if they want Uh, somebody help me Uh, Vikala will help you alright uh, 18, will 23 do, total. Okay. Will advantage. Do moral uh, help. Okay. Foot to foot in excitement. I will play a couple of notes on my little 
thing of bagpipes and inspired Julia. Um, that's a 23. That's funny. Also, I was just thinking the other day, um, Alexander, you've got that armor that's got guidance on it, and you've never used it. Yeah, I was looking through my my list of stuff right now, and I was thinking about that. All right. So, Juliet, you take this this helm off of this uh, this ledge, and you hand it to Talia, and uh, you wedge your fingers um, behind the stone, and uh, the call is going to go on over on the other side, and you both lift off this, and you're able to to slide it out, and then pull it out and then lift it up and sit it over to the side. And this thing's like really heavy. Now that you've got it out, uh, you can see it's about three inches thick and it's made out of limestone. Oh, so now um, that you've got this off and you set it off to the side, um, you look inside this alcove and it's about um, three feet deep. And inside of it is this skeleton in this plate armor. Um, leaning up against this wall here. Sweet. Um, and as your memory serves you, um, this is the same body that you found with that uh, that halberd. So you think this is probably right. the mayor's uh, great uncle. That now that this has been cleared out, they went through and like properly, you know put his body in one of these alcoves here instead of it just lying on the floor now his, from what I remember his armor was like dirty and battered and not worth taking is that correct that's or? correct it's it's oh. rusty okay. and it's got um, several dents and um, even a large like cut that looks like it was a uh, an axe or something that's um, gone through the breastplate it's definitely not as good as what you've got alright cool um, I don't know if he has is gonna have anything else on him, but it might be worth a look. Uh, give me an investigation check, or Alexander, or yeah, someone. I'll look. That's a thirteen. Um, so you start digging around, and um, as you're like looking, you know, around and looking up and looking behind him, the skeleton's gonna fall out onto the floor and make this huge clang that rings throughout the halls here. Um, what you are going to notice uh, with this 13 is he appears to have a leather sack um, that was tucked in Ooh, behind his uh, uh, in the small of his back nice good find that was tucked down in his uh, breeches what's in it I don't um, do you want to look absolutely Okay, so you pull this sack out, and the sack itself is probably about uh, eight inches long and about five inches wide. Uh, you pull it out, and it's got a uh, um, like a piece of leather that goes over one side, and then it attaches with a buckle. Um, you undo the buckle and pull up the leather, and the leather starts falling apart. Um, but inside you're going to find a small book with uh, wood covers. What is it? 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 then I will open it and see if there's it, anything written on the inside. Okay. I will step back as she opens it. Okay. Uh, actually, oh, can I use my hand to do that? Okay. Um, so you put, I, I guess, the book on the ground and cast Mage Hand. Um, you open up this book, and uh, the book is, it's like this plain, the, the covers on either side is like this plain, wood that's probably about a uh, quarter of an inch thick um, there's no relief or inscription or anything on it um, the wood um, looks broken around the, the edges of this from use and um, worn on the, the outside from friction um, you open it up and the pages here look pretty rough um, from all the moisture um, that it's been exposed to down here. 
um, you're able to make out some of the writing. Does anyone have mending? I do. I was thinking about using it. I will use mending on it. Okay. So um, you go through and you cast mending and it mending is basically it it's not going to repair the entire book but like you're able to repair like the first page of the book and if, if it's a cantrip you could keep casting it um and repair these other pages yeah i'll do that okay so we'll say you take some time and um the book's not overly thick it's probably only about uh, a half an inch thick um, but as you're, you're casting on this, you're starting to see some writing in it that you don't recognize. You don't recognize the language. Uh, I'll take out my magic spell book and do a ritual cast of comprehend language. Okay. Actually, let's see. You, you're able to comprehend it now and... Juliet, you would recognize some of the passages here are draconic. Oh, oh I can okay. read that. Okay. Um, but as you you're reading it, you you understand the words, but the words and the order that they're in don't make a lot of sense. Don't make no sense. Hmm. Perhaps it's some sort of cipher? Uh, let's decipher it. Do you have a decoding spell? A magic ring? Um, no. Drake, your oval but... team. <laughs> I was working my way up to that. <laughs> <laughs> give me, uh, give me a intelligence check, Juliet. I will give uh, I will give her guidance. What is that? An extra D four? Yep. Just an extra four, I believe, right? D four. Uh, it's a D four. Eighteen total, then. All right. Um, so looking through this, you could tell that it's definitely a cipher. Um, just because it, the way things are written, it just doesn't make sense as sentences. So, like, if you were reading in this English, it would be blue ice cream jump. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. just it just seems like nonsense. So you would think that either this is a cipher or it was just written by a complete mad person who knows draconic. Why not both? <laughs> Could be. Um, so... Um, you find that book um you're going to roll him uh give me another investigation check anybody talia rolled first <laughs> 22 all 20 all right so uh you're rummaging through you're going to flip this guy over um you're going to find some various things that aren't very helpful like you find what appears to be um, like a calligraphy case that uh, this guy had that had some a quill that's long since rotten and some ink that's just completely dried and hardened. Um, but one thing of interest you are going to find is he is wearing a amulet around his neck um, that is very intricate that looks almost like uh, clockwork. It's, it appears to be made out of silver and it's got all these like intertwining bands that move in and out uh, of each other and with uh, Alexander with that uh, 25 um, you're going to notice that some of these bands have um, draconic runes on them hey Julia can you read these draconic runes uh, sure I can yeah. certainly try yeah, Alexander, uh, not Alexander, wow, a Lunadas can as well. Would you do the honors, Luna? I know you're not a native yes. speaker, but... Well, don't, don't, don't treat your culture like it's genetic or something, God. The language is literally named after us. 
than me, you know, I might even read it. So is Elven and Dwarven. (laughs) 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 Um, So you take a look, Luno, and uh, these look like elements of the uh, Draconic language. When you say elements, you mean just like letters? Yes. Okay. They're letters. Do they spell something? Um, there doesn't appear to be any sort of uh, rhyme or reason to them. I think do we found appear- our decoder ring. Yeah, do they appear to be paired up? Um, you can't really tell. You don't know. It just looks like a bunch of letters in these, this clockwork intertwining uh, rings and bands. How do you say clockwork? Does that mean you can turn a wheel? Um, as you're playing with this and moving it around in your hand, um, yeah, you seem like you're like fooling around with it and one band will move and then you touch another band and it moves and you touch another band and it moves. Okay. So pool of radiance time, this time referring to the video game. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. So we just have to figure out how to pair up the symbols and get it with the book and so on. I thought you guys said this place was abandoned. How is it people are taking care of it? Um, we cleared it out initially, remember? So they've come back and, you know, fixed the place up. Okay, so let's explore this place real quick and then leave before the priests come back. Now you want to get out of here before anyone comes back. Well, that was before I knew people were coming around sometimes all right so we'll say that uh you go through here and uh somebody give me an investigation check and somebody can help with advantage we'll just do one roll for the whole thing i'll give you advantage talia 19 all right so you go through here and um it was kind of cleared out before the only new section that you're seeing here was the uh, hallway near the shrine and uh, the place that you're in right now um, so as you go through you already found those wedding rings you're going to find um, three more necklaces um, like silver and uh, with emeralds there's another one with sapphire and gold and another one that looks like um, electrum uh, with a ruby in it that will say all together um, they're worth about 200 gold. Awesome. Um, you're also going to find some various other things in here that might be useful um, for like spells and rituals like uh, when you go back into this storage area up here you can see that it's been replenished with um some materials for uh, burial rites. Um, you're going to find incense and candles and some spices and uh, various other things that you could probably use for spell components. And a list of priests that topped with don't share with local law enforcement for internal use only? <laughs> uh, not so much. And then there's this uh, large room up here. Um, I want to have you give me a Talia and uh, and Alexander give me a, Talia give me a uh, investigation check with advantage. Twenty four. All right. Um, nice. So in here, most of uh, these uh, sarcophagi, and um, as you can see, these. Uh, people up here that have been laid to rest in these walls um this looks like it was kind of a more like a affluent uh resting place um so you go through here and you walk down the stairs and you start looking through these sarcophagi and Juliet would recognize uh, most of these as they've looted before they fought some zombies in here you're going to notice that there's a new sarcophagi um, that have been placed in here. Um, do you want to open it? Open it Hell yeah. I mean, not me personally, because I'm weak, but, you know. 
All right. So um, you open this sarcophagi here, and um, this body looks, I guess, fairly fresh in comparison. It's probably less than a. Um, it's been here for probably less of a uh, than a year. It uh, it is a human male who is in his sixties, uh, dressed in some fine clothing. You are going to find um, two rings on him, a necklace, and um, a belt that looks pretty fine with the gold work around it. Sweet. Someone is taking all this stuff down, right? I am. Yep. I am. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, do we know approximately what those would be worth? Um, just looking at these, the two rings together would probably be worth seventy-five gold pieces. The necklace that he's wearing is this wide gold chain. Um, you think that's probably worth fifty gold pieces, and then the belt buckle that he's wearing is uh, gold and or has this ornate relief on it of a um, uh, a dragon um, with uh, two um, emeralds for eyes. Oh, I'm keeping that. Should check to see if any of this stuff is magic once we get out of here. Detect yeah. magic. I'll just cast it right now. Let's wait and get out of here so that we don't get caught by priests and then arrested and then we have to break out of jail. Which I really oh, don't feel like doing they tonight, guys. Arrest us. You're the good guy. <laughs> uh, so you're casting detect magic. Uh, yes. Uh, not as a ritual. Okay. The uh, belt is magical. The belt is magical. And uh, you can tell that it is abjuration magic. Oh, so we can use it Protective. to get demons. No, to command demons. I abjure thee. What? Uh, That'd be more well, conjuration. Well, we can find out what it is. What's that? I said that would be more oh, conjuration. Uh, commanded... Yeah, yeah. Well, this looks like an interesting um, belt, probably for protection or some such. We can further identify it once we have more time. Yes. yes. Uh, let outside. us, uh, let's get Foe. Yes. There's, is there still one more room or is that it? Um, we'll say that you've gone through the rest of these rooms and, um, when you, they don't look much different than when you were here before. It looks like, uh, um, whatever that you looted out of, uh, these people before, um, you already took, um, the rest of the rooms would have like um like i said the components for burial rites um that kind of stuff uh, okay i'm gonna run around real quick and gather up cloths and robes and things like that pile them all up in the let's see lunadas? Put them no, all like a no. storage room or something and light it on fire battle lunadas don't make me get the water gun we're defiling we already did the defiling that we did more than enough. You don't need to burn stuff too. Vic's going to go over and poop on the stairs. <sighs> that seems like a very Vic thing to do. And when we get outside, I'm going to take a whole bunch of seeds and acorns and stuff and plant them like right at the edge of the building. You know, long-term plan. <laughs> it's my 25 year <laughs> plan. It's a long con. All right, so are you done in here? I think so. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, you walk outside, and at this point, it's probably um, a little after midnight as you got here just after sunset. And uh, you look around and see a black dragonborn. It, it's Sish. No, I'm kidding. That oh. didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think I promised to cut his head off next time I saw him, and I'm not prepared to do that right now. I'm going to need you to, to kill the other half of your party right now. <laughs> ah, fine. Let's see. Let's kill Alexander and Juliet this time. It's the call of Is it still the same game? 
But man, I got fireball and I'm not afraid to use it on all of us. <laughs> I am not afraid to run away like a scared child by I can becoming run better a better than you. <laughs> can you can you fly? Because I can fly. Can I will, if I, I will cast if I a level my boots four. and I dash, I will run like a mofo. Reason. I'll cast a fourth level heat metal spell on anybody. I don't wear armor. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's nice to know we're all so eager to abandon and kill each other. <laughs> I know. I was like, I wear leather armor. Oh, wait. I have things strapped to my arms that are metal. That's probably not a good idea. All right. So uh, as you climb up the, the steps and exit the uh, the shrine, um, who's who's walking out first? I'll go. No, I'm, not, I'm not going out first. Juliet will go out first. Okay, so as you reach the top of the steps, the the door here is cracked, and you can see some uh, light coming from outside um, that's low that you think is a uh, torch, and you can hear outside say, Go on in. What are you, chicken? We walked all this way, and you're not even going to go in? You talk so brave in town, and then we get here, and you chicken it out. Alexander. Someone cast an illusion. Scare the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast. Uh, Talia's gonna cast minor illusion to make like a, like a roaring, moaning sound, like a scary sound. Uh, does minor illusion create sounds? I thought that was more of a thaumaturgy. Uh, nope, you can create a sound or an image. Okay, so you create a sound and uh, make the sound. Hey, don't ruin the sound. Don't ruin the moment. That was pretty good. Um, so you cast this at the door and then you hear like a squeak and um, now you can hear like three separate voices. Um, they appear to be like uh, teenage uh, boys and you hear them yell, run, run, run. Oh my God, it's coming for us. And then I'll, uh, I'll cast it again and and make that noise but louder uh, and longer. Okay. So Do you, you want me to... Better, better, faster, stronger. So you uh, cast it again and then from what glow um, from was outside here that you think was a torch is now gone as uh, you hear these uh, uh, footsteps like running away on the ground outside. Very well done, Talia. Thank you. Alright, so I guess we're going to continue the rest of the way out there so we're not just stuck on the stairs. Besides, Vic's poop is starting to smell. Yeah, let's uh, let's get foe. Let's get as far from here as we can and then probably camp for the night. Vic says everyone likes their own brand, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you walk outside and, you know, the the shit smell abates from inside the shrine here. Um, but as you walk probably about 15 feet out here, you start to get another whiff of it. But uh, you, this is different. You think it was coming from the teens that shit themselves <laughs> when they heard the sound coming out of the shrine. All right. So this is where I put so I think that's actually probably a pretty good place to end it right there. Okay. Okie dokie. Unless there's cool. something you guys want to do specifically before. Well, I want to try and figure out the amulet and so on, but. Uh, you mean the belt buckle? Oh, that and the decoder ring. Yeah, that too. Actually, uh, before we leave, can I go over to the uh, I'd like to go back to the shrine to like the big statue thing okay and then uh, spend spend a little time maybe like uh, 10 minutes however long it takes to put a couple glyphs of warding on it to put a timer on like uh, an explosion effect okay uh, how long is that an is actual that? explosion how did, long does that spell last? Like the glyph, is it until somebody? I think it's in. It? I think it's indefinitely until unless I dispel it or the 
the trigger that I put on it goes off. Okay. Um, can you bring up the spell description? Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't have a save. Let me just pick it up real quick. It's got like 15 paragraphs of text, by the way. Awesome. Jesus. <laughs> what? Holy shit. I mean, it's basically <laughs> yeah. a short story. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's a significant amount. Uh, so last until dispelled or triggered, uh, the casting time is, oh, it's a whole hour. I mean, I don't think we're really pressed for time, are we? I don't know if we should stick around here. Is this anxious to leave? Is the uh, come back? Yeah, are we are we desperate to blow this place up? I I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd rather just get foe. That's reasonable. I didn't re- uh, realize it was gonna take like a whole hour just to put down one rune. Yeah, let, let's let's just leave. Okay. But yeah, wow, that's that that's that's a journey. Yeah, it's a whole thing, but it does so much. Definitely not a combat spell. <laughs> nope. Not unless you're absurdly well prepared. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that kind of the point, the whole aesthetic of being a wizard and a magic caster is that uh, you're really well prepared? No, it, it says that you're crazy and weird and want to rip apart the fabric of the universe so that you don't have to wipe your butt yourself. Well, I agree with you, Alexander. All right, so what else were you going to do? Uh, that was it. I, I don't have anything else. Just leave those little those zombies just meandering around down there. Fucking shit yeah. up. Alright. Shit and shit up. And we'll, I guess, leave the identifying everything else for next time. So, uh, I th- mm-hmm. think we'll call it an episode. Thanks a lot, everybody. Yeah. See you around. Alright. Thanks. Now- Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. After a long day in the fields or the mines, all you want to do is visit the tavern with your mates and relax. You need an L that won't fill you up or empty your purse. Ask your barkeep for a Conley Light. It's made by Master Dwarven Brewers with the finest ingredients from the Plains Nation. It's a refreshing crisp L that will quench your thirst. And you can feel good about drinking tankard after tankard without that full feeling you get from other L's. So you can keep going all night. For better times at a better price, Conley Light. The music you heard on this episode was Rights by Kevin McLeod in Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.